Hey. Hello. What's going on? Um, not much. Um, I think this is... Um, I haven't used Anchor in so long. It, it like, offloaded itself off my my phone. Um, so I had to re-download it. And... Um, it basically just set me up with a new account, so um, it's kind of probably just going to end up being a separate podcast because I couldn't really figure out how to connect the old ones. Is it going to have could, the same name or is it like a different name? Probably something different because it's not really a debate anymore. Um, yeah, that's true. And I think, honestly, it's probably it's better because it's, it's like completely different from the first one. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, stuff stuff changes and morphs over time. But yeah, I had to resign into my account when I um. I just opened a kombucha and it just spilled everywhere. But uh, I I had to resign into my account um too. But thankfully, I didn't like lose my account. I just resigned into my old one. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> So yeah, what was um it was the digital currency, right? And there was something else I think too, right? For today. Yeah, it was uh Washington DC becoming a state potentially. Oh right. Um yeah, which one do you wanna tackle first? Uh which one which one do you know more about? Which one would you rather start with? Um I don't know much about either. Um all honesty, I have an article up about the digital currency right now. All right, um, let's start with that one then. Yeah, so um, do you want to go first? I'm still kind of uh, reading up on it. Yeah, sure. So um, basically, China is figuring out a way to make their economy pretty much digital completely digital based and uh, they'll be able to look at like what people are buying. And I guess one of the biggest strengths of it is that they'll, they'll know in real time how their economy is doing and how it's changing. And so that would be a really like, that would be a really big advantage from what I've seen. Yeah. Um, from what I'm seeing, it's, it's, um, it's going to be like an international um, kind of use thing um, and not like based on the dollar or um, any other like current finance system. Like it's its own thing and it's probably, you know, ideally, I guess, going to be used in the international marketplace too, which is a good thing, I guess. Um, I'm interested to see... Um, I think, like at first glance, it the the concept feels like like really solid. Like, um, I know, um, like this is a thing that like can more or less negate inflation. Um, I know in another country, I forgot which one. I think it was some African country. Um, inflation was like insane. Um. And they had to switch to a digital, um, like, version. It wasn't its own currency, um, but they had, like, um, they were basically just using, like, PayPal or Venmo or something similar um, rather than, like, actual, like, paper money because they just couldn't print paper money fast enough. Um, and so they used, like, digital um it didn't like stop money from being inflated, but it made it so that you weren't like drowning in like trillion dollar bills just to buy like a candy bar. Um, you could just like pay with the app and it wasn't like a big issue. Um, and so like for ease of use, this could be very um, helpful if um, I'm not sure how um Let's see, Chinese. I'm not sure how like inflated um, Chinese currency is, um, but yeah. So it says I just googled it. Um, a Chinese uh, yuan is worth fifteen cents. Um, 
so it's 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 definitely a lot more inflated um than um you know american money is i think yeah it is um so i think a digital version would definitely be beneficial um and also you know china um i guess likes to assert control i guess over you know its its economy and its people and so i think um <laughs> you know, digitizing this, they can basically, like, directly control, like, everything, which is kind of the scary concept. Yeah, well, that's the big con to it. Yeah, but, I mean, it's also, like, I don't, I I don't think I would want this in America, or, like, wherever we are, because it, it just, it, it gives too much power to the government, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I mean, that's definitely honest. true. But the other thing that I would say, though, is <clears throat> well, let's say like China did do this and their economy got boosted by it like a lot. And like it just happened that the way that they made it was really smart. And let's say that their economy in like 10 years, like just started destroying our economy and like we just couldn't keep up. You know what I mean? Then, like, eventually, we would probably have to switch anyways. Yeah, I think um, America, a lot of its focus seems to be one-upping China or, like, just trying to stay ahead of, like, China and Russia in the, in the you know, world, I guess. Um, and I think, like, if this ends up being successful, we probably will adopt a similar measure. Um, just to keep up, um, but like ultimately, I don't know if that's like a good idea. Like I'm, I'm not a fan of China, but I think if we're like copying their methods, it could be a slippery slope. Um, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, like even just to beat them, like if we're doing their the things they're that they're happy. doing, to beat them, we're really stooping to their level, and it seems. But yeah, but then again, you wouldn't want to like, like if if even if someone who you're competing with, if you don't agree with like their methods, but then you see that some of their strategies are like destroying you, like you have to eventually do something, you know? Yeah, and I think like adapting in a in a way that isn't, I'm not like sure what the alternative would be, but I just. I, I think, like, adapting to surpass them could be, like, obviously, if it works well for their economy, it probably would work well for ours. Um, but I just, I think we could probably try to find an alternative to centralizing control over, uh, you know, the people really is what this is. And I don't know. I haven't looked, like, too deeply into it. Maybe I'm just entirely wrong. Um, that's you know, possible. Um, but from the looks of it, I just, I would rather us find an alternative to, um, you know, controlling the money itself, you know? Yeah, I agree with that. Um, maybe what we would do then is some sort of, there would be like, all the money would be online, but it wouldn't be all connected to the government. Like it would be in like, I guess you would say like online banks that could try to privatize and protect like your money and information. Yeah. But I don't like, I don't like the idea of the government like controlling like directly the money, but I also don't like the idea of like private, like, like privatized industry also controlling it. I feel like that's just as bad. Um, Like, I don't know. Um, obviously I haven't, um, done too much research, um, but just from like the sounds of it, um, I don't really like the idea of anybody, um, having, uh, like control over this, even like decentralized, like privatization, it still kind of feels, um, like they have too much power in my opinion over the people. Yeah, so you're saying like there should there should always be like a like a ability to use physical money. Yeah, I I think like 
people should be able to like like if they want to use digital currency and they're like aware of like how the government can basically like track and you know control um it directly then i think that's fine i just i don't think it should be like mandated or anything well yeah another thing i thought is like what if they make this big system of where all their money is and then i don't know what if someone hacks it and then like completely destroys how it works you could yeah i agree i think that's whole country. another concern um because like anything digital can be probably um hacked and i i mean i would assume they have like their top officials on like their top um you know tech people on like defending it i don't know if i don't know how effective hacking the currency would be because you can't because i mean the value of money is is socially constructed really so like changing a a one dollar bill to a, a ten or whatever a zero wouldn't really change how people use it. I feel like yeah, but what uh, if what if like a country and I'm not saying just us like it could be Russia, it could be anybody infiltrated it right? Maybe you get someone on like the inside of it because it's all controlled under like theoretically it's all controlled in in like one sort of thing in one sort of area where all the all the money would be, and then you sort of like you implement something that would mess up the system you know what i mean so like let's say they create a good system but then someone infiltrates it and you know messes things around and how it works and then it, like their economy starts doing bad i'm not saying like someone would just like <laughs> go in there and like hit the delete button on the, <laughs> on the money and be like you're all bankrupt now but like there's there's there would probably have to be some sort of system that they would um, that that it would function in, and if it's all online, you could theoretically, it would be easier to change it because it would all be sort of in one place. Yeah. Um. um yeah. Um. I I think it's definitely a concern. Um. Of a digital currency to be, um. You know, hacked or exploited or you know um so you could probably like transfer a, like a lot of it to your own account if you were you know working alone or whatever um but i mean i think it'd be more of a concern for like the individuals um like their bank accounts obviously can already be hacked um but if you could hack like eh, i mean i guess <clears throat> I, like, I, I just thought of another really big problem that it might cause is that what if someone is so poor that they don't have the ability to have technology that can use the money that's true I think um, hang on I heard this from somebody that they were they were trying to combat that but I'm not sure uh, how accurate that is. Um, let's see. China announced that it had um, eliminated absolute poverty nationwide by uplifting all of its citizens beyond... Oh, yeah. So their poverty line is a dollar per day. Um, so that's really not a good poverty line. <laughs> no, because our, our poverty line would probably be... Like, what would it even be? Like... Uh, it would be like low minimum wage yeah it's probably like around like the living wage um, and and don't you say that their money is more uh, inflated than ours too yeah well it's a dollar per day like relative to our which is still awful like uh, yeah they you can see it's like a it's like um it's like a flag it's not like everything is symbolic, basically. They're they're announcing to the world that they eliminated poverty, and then poverty to them is relative. Like it's not even like remotely close to anything realistic. Like I, there's probably not a lot of Americans that are getting by on a dollar per day. Uh, so you know, 
yeah, they did eliminate their version of poverty, but their version of poverty is such an incredibly low bar that probably anybody could do that. Um, yeah, I mean, you could probably do that just by walking around a city and picking up coins. Off yeah, like you could. All you have to do is find four quarters, and then you're not poor. <laughs> like, what is that? Like, come on, man. Yeah, <laughs> I think. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of crazy, but um yeah, but that's my only concern. Like if you make one dollar a day relative to our money in China, could you afford like a phone or like some sort of thing? No, definitely I don't think so. Unless phones are free, which I doubt. Do they does China have Obama phones is my question. Um I don't know. We don't we don't even have we don't have free phones. I can't assume that they do. I mean, I don't know, man. I'm just saying, like, so how would they pay for stuff? Like, if you're, if you are, like, one of the poorest people in the country, in China, and they switch to completely digital, how would you pay for stuff? What if you don't have the stuff to pay for stuff? Yeah. Um... Yeah, I'm reading a, a Fox article, so probably not the best source. Um, but it is saying a uh, a federally funded cell phone provider was offering um, free smartphones, probably not to all citizens, but to people who needed it, um, and cheap cell service. Um, there, the catch, uh, there was like malware in it, and so I guess it's probably. Let's see. It's only thirty five dollars um, for a shitty Chinese phone. <clears throat> um, but yeah, there was tons of malware in them, so probably not the best um, thing to have. But yeah, I think it's definitely yeah. there. And I I highly doubt all all every single citizen in China. Um, has a uh, you know, a smartphone or access to technology in general. Um, well, yeah, I mean that would be the really, really big problem. Because wouldn't it be better for those people to be able to work, make physical money, and then actually keep that and be able to like use that? Yeah, um, I think I'm not sure. I wonder if um, I'm just wondering if the um like the money automatically adjusts for inflation like because i know if you have like physical money and you just have it in your house you're you're basically losing money because inflation is making it worth less and less um so i'm 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 just wondering i i doubt it but um if maybe um like the money alters its its worth to to its relative like how much it was worth before inflation anyway um so like a dollar would become like a ten dollar bill or something um because if you just have a dollar for like 20 years it's going to be worth like 50 cents after 20 years um relative to when you first got it um well, maybe not that drastic, but you know, you're you're losing money if you just have money lying around. Um, yeah, but if you have to, all right. So I'm just thinking, like, let's say that you you're one of the like, like the bottom ten percent of the poorest people in China. Yeah, and you 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 like work every day. You make like let's say like a dollar and ten cents a day because they say no one's under a dollar. So, all right. So automatically, like, if you have to pay. I don't even know, like, like $35 to get like a really like a bad phone that you can be able to buy other stuff with because it's all digital. Well, then now you have to automatically work like 35 days and just put all that money into getting something that that you can use money for in the future with. Yeah, I think like this is probably just going to be really helpful for like rich people with tons of money. But like poor That's people, kind of what it's, it's kind of, it seems like kind of like seems like the poor people are are not even going to be poor. They'll just have no money. 
like they'll basically work for something that isn't even physically really there for them. Yeah. Um, I'm just checking if it's going to completely replace um, the the um, currently used currency. Um, yeah, okay. So it's... Yeah, it's going to completely replace, which is, in my opinion, an awful idea. Um, yeah, I think if it's if they're just yeah, I mean, I think obviously you're right. Um, if you're like that poor that you're making just above a dollar a day, and you're like, <laughs> I, I, I. I don't know if you're going to be able to even have money at that point. Well, that's my point. So it's like you, you, you would be working, but you won't even really be able to access your money for, a yeah. little, for like at least like a month or something. Yeah. And who even and knows? That, because what if you're so poor, you have to buy food and you would just, you can never get the ability to actually access like your whole amount of money. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I think that's definitely, I mean, they're probably, they're probably going to figure something out like a, um, a, like a solution for that. I'm thinking probably, um, China, I'm based on, you know, China and what they do, they'll probably launch like, uh, like free or like affordable, um, phones or whatever for everybody or like access to technology or you know computers or whatever um and then just use that as like another way to just spy and you know control them like i'm thinking like nsa type stuff that they're already doing in china too um just like maliciously using the technology that they give out for free to to control the people even more um, which is probably, um, I mean, that, that could be, um, you know, definitely a possibility, I think. And I think, like, China's definitely going to use this as an excuse to, um, to, like, just be even more authoritarian to its citizens, you know? Yeah, I definitely agree with that, because it's like every, like... I'm just trying to think about this, but I I feel like it's already kind of really bad there. Like, I don't know. Like, they could just take your money anyways, but at least now, like, you if you have some sort of physical amount of money, like, you can kind of keep it more independent. But, like, if it's all connected, it's all digital, they can see all of it. And yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, I feel like if you're in the middle class, you'll probably be fine. If you're in the high class... It means would probably benefit you, but if you're in the low class, like poverty, just above poverty apparently levels, then I I don't know, man. I feel like it's not. I don't know. It's not gonna be great for them. I feel like. Yeah. Um. I think. Um. I, what was I gonna say? I'm sorry. I'm kind of spacing. Um. But um. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. I think, like, obviously already with, like, bank accounts, um, they could theoretically just, you know, revoke your money. But I think if with entirely, like, digitized currency, that's, like, tenfold an issue. Like, if they wanted to, they could just, like, think about, like, say you're, you know, um, on the run or something. You know, you come into treason um, in that you didn't... Yeah, like you're trying to survive. Um, the government hates you because you know they're fucking. Uh, sorry, I shouldn't swear, but they're you know they're authoritarian. They're theoretically you know you you did something to annoy them. Whatever they can just take your money. Like you're in a say you're you know, um, like a you know opponent to Xi Jinping like a political opponent they can just take your money they can and they can control your financial um abilities like completely 
not only that, they can see what you bought. They can probably see where you are, where you bought it. Yeah, exactly. You they know can. What I, mean? I mean, I think this is just it's honestly wicked controlling. It's really, yeah. really controlling. But I do think it will probably make their economy stronger. Oh yeah, I think too. Um, but you know, just what at what cost? You know, um, I I hope um, America doesn't follow suit. And but if we do. <laughs> Um, not completely replace paper money, um, like make it optional, you know. Um, but yeah, I just don't like the idea of so much control, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, seems like yeah. I mean, China they don't really have. I don't know. Like they don't. They they don't. They don't play by the rules. Yeah, definitely. They don't play by the rules that most other like first world countries do. Yeah, you know, I mean, China, like countries like China and India are considered a lot of time by like the UN and stuff as as developing countries. And my thing's like, I think that they're pretty much first world countries, especially China, because it's like if they actually focused on. I mean, how are they not a first world country? Right. Don't they have like the second biggest economy right behind ours? Yeah, I think so. So unless you're saying that we're the only first world country, which that's not <laughs> true. Like, you know what I mean? Like England is a first world country, but they're not the top 10, like most powerful. You know what I mean? They don't have the biggest, thing, <laughs> but it's like, I don't know. I, I, I feel like they're probably in the top 10, but I wouldn't say like they're probably behind us, Russia, China, um, maybe India. I don't know. I'm not. Yeah, probably India, probably some other countries that we're not even thinking of. I mean, I'm just saying, like, is China really still like not a first world country? Are they really still like a developing country to the point that they shouldn't have to follow, you know, restrictions, especially when it comes to like climate damage? You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think. <clears throat> Like, China's definitely, like, they, I guess because they're not, like, I don't know, they they don't, um, like, face, um, like, uh, you know, inward accountability, like, their own, they're not really criticizing themselves, um, so they're not really under much pressure to change anything. I feel like, you know your own people criticizing you is more like of a motivator than the international community because i mean nato doesn't really do much the un like they'll like condemn something but then not do anything. yeah but they can't act they can't really act on it yeah like because you know you have national serenity they they act on it they could start a war so you know <laughs> and the people in china i mean like what what could they really do either yeah, especially um, once this when something like this goes through, what are you gonna do? Because they can literally just take away all of your money. Yeah, I think like if it was like a like a actual like democracy, it's that would be different because you know then you could face criticism like with being voted out. But um, as far as I know, they don't have free and fair elections, so you know. It is just so weird sometimes when we think about our own country's problems and they seem so bad and like so terrible. But then like we think about other countries problems and we're like, well, maybe like we should focus more on this sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. It just seems kind of kind of a weird thing. You know, we're always like talking about our own stuff. But, you know, like I feel like it would help if other countries kind of like didn't really like interfere necessarily, but like kind of put pressure on them. And we're like, we don't support this sort of behavior. Like we'll do business with you to a degree, but we're not going to like, we're not going to like call ourselves like your ally and we're not going to like support you. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Um, like we, um, yeah, like we'll trade with them because obviously it's profitable and like 
you know, good for both of our economies, but ultimately, like, we're still like, don't support not Like, we were still trying to beat them. Um, you know, and yeah, I mean, I feel like we focus a lot on 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 beating China, um, and whether that's warranted or unwarranted, um, I don't know. I'd have to do more looking into that. I'm not the biggest scholar on on China. Um, I I don't really know too yeah. much about China, but I mean, they're definitely our biggest competitor as far as right yeah. now, especially after the coronavirus outbreak because um i'm pretty sure their economy for the first time was uh invested in more than ours like for the first time i think it was last year what do you mean by that people put more of their money into their economy oh right than to our economy for the first time well yeah that's really not good man they left lockdown like way earlier than us well, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, but they go about really bad ways to make their economy much stronger. And yeah. Yeah, it's hard to compete with that, though. But, you know, it's like, uh, what do you do? You know? Yeah, definitely. Um... Our economy is still stronger. I don't know if there's going to be stronger than ours my only thing would be if we make ours weaker then that could be a problem but if we keep ours strong um then i don't think they'll be able to surpass us just because they still they don't really have like as free of as free of a market as we do they don't really have the same sort of businesses and industries that we do so i still feel like you know we'll be more powerful economically as long as we can as long as we can like stay to what we have been sort of but yeah definitely um yeah i don't really have much to add um to that specifically yeah i think that's pretty much everything we can talk about i mean the only time we'll really tell how much it works but can never really i don't know i don't think it's a great thing but you know it's it's an interesting thing and it's going to be something that's probably looked at in history someday. Yeah, definitely. Um, I I mean, I guess we'll see how it, it plays out. But hopefully, you know, it doesn't, you know, just plunge poor people into even deeper poverty. But, you know, we'll see. Yeah. And then for our next topic, we have... Washington, D.C. potentially becoming a state. And I, at first, I thought this one was very, very sort of black and white. And I was just like, oh, this is not going to be that hard to answer and stuff. And then I looked up, I watched like five or six videos about it. And I was like, wow, this is this goes way deeper than I thought it did, honestly. Yeah, I know both sides have very like are very invested in <laughs> like um their sides um like if it becomes a state the democrats have basically secured um you know they have basically um secured um um like control um over the government for a while um and if it doesn't, then, you know, the Republicans still have uh, a chance because, you know, D.C. is very Democrat oriented, I feel like. Yeah, um, it is. It, it says about 90, like three percent voted for Biden. Yeah. So I think I feel like um, it's a very like you're not going to get both sides arguing from a logical standpoint. They're both going to be like they're going to pretend they're, you know, oh, you know, logically this and that, but it's, well, yeah. they're, they're arguing to get they're arguing to win. Control. But I think what we should do probably here is we should say, all right, so no matter what the, no matter what the consequence, let's think about it, no matter who is in government now, right, and no matter who 
who the DC would vote for, should it become a state based on what the people in the city are saying and based on what the constitution says about the district of Columbia? Well, what does the constitution say? I actually, I'm not, I don't, I'm not um, familiar with that part. So basically, so I think as far as it is right now in the constitution, I'm pretty sure it says as far as I know right now that the capital should be in a place that isn't like a state or necessarily like a city. It should be in sort of, I guess what you would, it would be like a district, sort of like a more of a neutral zone because they didn't want it to be like unfair, right? Yeah. But I mean, the the White House has been in like, Philadelphia and, and New York, I'm pretty sure. Let me look up what it specifically says in the Constitution about it. I'm sure there's more about it in here. All right, so I have it here. It says, all right, so the District of Columbia's creation is rooted in Article 1, Section 8, Clause 17 of the Constitution, which says that the seat of the government of the United States shall be a, dis- shall be a district that is at most 10 square miles in separate and apart from other particular states. So, yeah, so basically they're saying that, you know, the capital of the government should be in a district and not like a state. So that's what it says in that. And and so what people, a lot of people that I've heard, at least from watching some videos online, is that the people, the citizens who live in D.C. feel like they should be a state. Or that, you know what I mean? They should have more rights like a state would have because they are taxed at the highest rate in the country. And they don't have enough representation for voting for stuff like Congress because I'm pretty sure they don't vote for much like congressional stuff. Yeah. um, Yeah, I don't know. I think... I think at the very least, like, if they're not getting, like, you know, like, statehood, they shouldn't get, like, I don't know if this is, like, um, like, obviously, I'm, again, not super familiar with this subject, but I feel like taxation without, you know, representation is probably, like, you know, it's it's what the founding fathers fought against. Um, so I feel like you know, I think that's also like their their motto too, which is funny. But yeah, it yeah, is. I feel like if they're not, I don't know if they're. I think I heard they had a, like one representative or something, but I just feel like if they don't have representatives, they shouldn't get taxed. Um, obviously, if they do, then they they should, but. I don't know. Um, does DC have um, rep? Okay, so they <clears throat> uh, they have a non-vote. So their representative can draft legislation, but they can't vote, which is weird. I think, you know, obviously they should be able to to vote, I think. <laughs> Well, I mean, I guess this is the thing, right? So it's like, are they not represented, though, if they live in the capital? Well, they don't have somebody, like, actually in the government, you know? They do vote in federal elections, though. And and they have, like, a mayor and stuff, too. Yeah, but, like, the Congress is really... The... It in like Congress overall like has more power than you know the president, 
in that they they draft, they make the laws. Like the president can like veto, but even then, like Congress can still override that. Um, and so I I, I just think they should get like congressional representatives who can vote too rather than just write legislation um <clears throat> i don't know about stated though um i think i don't know it's, it's a tricky subject like based on like the constitution and stuff like it makes sense that they want uh, a neutral district you know for the the center of um you know the democracy but um you know I, I i also feel like it's not really that neutral is it really like everybody there has political opinions and i don't know maybe i'm i'm like i guess there could be bias right like if the this if like all of um you know the government basically is in a state. They probably have bias towards that state. Um, but at the same time, you know, they'd also have bias to their own states too, you know? Um, I don't know. It's a, it's a tough issue. I'm not exactly sure. I'd say I probably lean towards statehood. Um, but I also like, I'm not positive. Like I, I, I totally get the argument against statehood. Like that makes sense to me as well. Um, but yeah, I'd like to hear you, you seem to know more than me, so I'd like to hear, um, what you think about it, really. Yeah, so, hmm, all right, this is kind of tricky, because what I, I kind of feel like about it, it's really not even that big of a place. Like, so yeah, like they say, well, it has more people than, like, Vermont. And like I think Wyoming, but those places are also what doesn't have more people than Wyoming. <laughs> I I don't know. I mean, it's like no, three I feel like a lot of cities have more places than Wyoming. Because if you look at it, I I look it up right now. So D.C. it says has around like I think it's nine hundred fifty thousand, and I think that's a lot because I think the other ones I saw was like seven hundred thousand. I mean, another another thing you could do is just make DC smaller, right? Like, I don't know. Like, you could either, like, make it a state, but the area with, like, the majority of, like, Congress and stuff would be not a state. Or you could just give it to, what, Delaware and Maryland, is it? Like, you give the majority of like the the area to those states and then you just like leave um like the core parts on like untethered to a state um well yeah i mean they could be i've heard people say that dc should just become a part of maryland which would i think actually push it to be red they would have more red votes but my my thing is still I just don't know if it needs to really be a state. I kind of like the idea that the capital is in a neutral place. I feel like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I wouldn't like the idea of of it being like, well, the capital is like a, a blue state or a red state. Well, it's That's a blue district, weird. isn't it? Like, it's blue anyway. Yeah, I mean, it's a blue place, but it's not like a state and it's not like a city. I mean, I don't know. It's just kind of it's kind of a weird thing. I would say maybe what I would do is I would I would give them like all the same sort of like I would give them the same the same sort of voting rights that everyone else has, but I I don't know if I would call it a city uh, a state though. Cuz it just kind of seems ridiculous to call it a state. I mean, it would be it would be a really really small state. It would be the yeah, smallest state um, by far. Would it be smaller than Rhode Island? I'm not yeah, it's like one eighth the size of Rhode Island. Oh, yeah, okay. I don't know. I feel like I don't know. I, this is kind of off topic, but I feel like New England is like in general, like it could realistically be one state and still be like the the like the fifth biggest state. Probably a lot smaller, you know. 
Like, it, it just feels weird that there's so many, like, small, like, districts of New England compared to the rest of the country. Which I get is because, like, they were originally just colonies, like, of Britain. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it, I don't know. It just, it looks weird on a map. But that's not really relevant. So I don't know why I, I went towards that. I'm just kind of saying, like, right, so realistically, D.C. at most would be, like, a city. It wouldn't really be a state. I mean, because even, like, a place like New York City, like, it's not really a state. It doesn't really have, like, a whole, like, it doesn't have, like, multiple cities in it and multiple towns and farms and multiple, like, rural areas. It's not, like, a whole thing that could run, like, a colony, like, you know what I mean? Like, the states are pretty much what were, like, colonies, sort of like independent little, sort of like independent countries, right? They're states. Could you see Washington, D.C. as sort of like an independent colony? I don't really know. I don't really know about that. It's kind of it's kind of just one thing. Yeah, I don't know. I, I... <laughs> yeah, I think there could be some, like, obviously, I wouldn't, I don't really... I wouldn't shoot for one or the other. Like, I think, um, like, a, a middle ground option um, would always, are, are, like, would, like, be ideal. Um, like, you have, like, you just give them representatives who can vote or something, but not statehood. Or you, um, you know... Um, like give the majority of it to Maryland or whatever, um, and then just obviously leave the the main part where you know Congress and stuff is to its own devices. Um, but I don't think I would like be supporting for it to be like fully its own state or to be just yeah, and like how... not anything like no new representation because i do feel like it should it deserves like the people there deserve more representation i just i don't know if statehood is the way to go you know i don't feel like you need to be a state to have equal representation yeah i mean i feel like if you switch the biggest problems that they have then i mean do you really need all of the stuff that go along with being like a whole state if it's just like a couple problems and I mean, they're really serious problems, but at the same time, couldn't you just be like, well, you just, you have the same voting rights as everyone else, but we're still not going to call you a state because you're technically not really qualified to be a state. Yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, maybe not statehood, but more representation is probably like the best yeah. Way to go. And I think they'll also be like I feel like everybody would kind of be somewhat happy with that. Like, you know, not statehood but representation. Like more representation. But then again, then you wouldn't have more democratic seats. It would just stay the same as it is now. Well yeah, but I, I think maybe adding um I don't know how, like, reflective of the population um, the seats are. I think they have one representative who can't vote, which I think is absurd. I don't know why they can't vote. I think just adding a seat or two um, based on, you know, whatever the population, obviously, in comparison to other states, they would probably only get one seat extra and then allow them both to vote Um, that it really it makes sense to me like giving them fair representation um but not statehood um just because it it is the capital of of the nation you know yeah i kind of view it like it's almost like how like pluto is not a planet but it's a dwarf planet yeah it's not an asteroid it's not a moon it's but it's not a planet. It's just like a dwarf planet. It's like a small planet. Yeah, exactly. I think yeah, that's a yeah. great analogy for it, you know? Because it's, te- yeah, it doesn't really, it's not really like what a, like a state would be. You know what I mean? But it's also, it's not really, 
it's a kind of seems like it should have more voting rights because yeah that's what exactly. people want you know what i mean yeah so yeah i guess that's that's that one and there's one more topic that i that i had just in case we ran out and we, we do i think we could go for probably like another 10 minutes just so we could get an hour or we could even go longer if you want but um and the topic was elon musk this is not as much of a serious topic but I just figured since we just talked about like two serious topics, we could do a less serious political topic. And this one was Elon Musk going on SNL. Did you hear about that? Yes, I did hear about that. And how some of the cast members refused to be on the show and the episode. If there's an episode with him, they refuse to be on it. Yeah, I don't like like I I'm not sure if I've talked about this before, but I, I don't like him. Um. <laughs> I don't know if I would, I would refuse to go on. Like You're if on I was working, no, I probably wouldn't refuse to go on with him. Um, but I probably would like, I don't know, make fun of him behind his back or something. <laughs> I don't that that sounds like rude, but he's kind of annoying. Well, so uh, here's the thing. So they don't like Elon Musk because of how like wealthy he is, and the type of work that makes his business like wealthy. Yeah. But that's every single wealthy person. Well, yeah, I think, I don't know. I don't know how many, like, billionaires, um, you know, have been on SNL. I, th- I think, they obviously, if they're, if they're reacting that way to him, but not to, like, other people who Mark have done Zuckerberg. the same thing. They like who? Mark, Zuck- Mark Zuckerberg and Donald Trump are on. I think Jeff Bezos was on. I mean, the, literally, the people, some of the people in their cast are millionaires. Yeah, but I, I think, um, like, obviously, I think it's different from being like an actor and making that much money to for, to being like in control of a business that you know. What about the people? Like who are, what about the people who are in control of SNL and they run the business part of it? Well, I don't know. Like, are they using chat? Like, I maybe they are. Um, like, I honestly have no idea. Well, what, well, what if they sell merchandise? Well, then, yeah, I think. Obviously, I think the majority of rich people are hypocrites. Um, so obviously, I think if they're reacting this way to Elon Musk, but not to Mark Zuckerberg, not to Donald Trump, not to Jeff Bezos, then yeah, that's hypocritical. And that's well, yeah, um, that's my thing. It's like, why does it? Okay, so like. You'll have all of these guests on, who, which some of them have like legitimately questionable things, yeah, allegations. But then you have on Elon Musk, and that's where they—that's where they're like, "Oh, I've had enough." It's like, really? Like, come on, man! Like, I'm pretty sure they've had like Louis C.K. on and stuff, and he is like, kind of like a sexual assaulter. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't actually know exactly what happened with him but he seems like a i mean just looking at him i would not trust him you know well yeah apparently he is like borderline sexual assaulter i'm pretty sure he never like actually touched like anybody or grabbed anybody or anything he might have but just from what i know like he is like done stuff in front of, in front of people that was inappropriate let's just say that yeah that's that's pretty messed up as far as I know, Elon Musk has never done that. Yeah, I don't so, know. Like, how I, could you like disqualify him? Yeah, I think if they were like consistent in their their like anger, then I would be okay with that. But I just I think it is. But they've never they've never been consistent in it. Yeah, I I think that's the issue. <laughs> they've never cared. Yeah, I think like picking and choosing like who you care about i don't know based on what but like in general like picking and choosing like being mad at like for example um kavanaugh and biden you know they both had um sexual assault allegations um and like the right was like oh kavanaugh's innocent biden's guilty and the left was like oh biden's innocent kavanaugh's guilty if you were consistent with both of them, like 
if you said the same thing for both of them, um, I don't know if there was more evidence to one or the other, um, but just from like knowing of the um, allegations, you know, they're not consistent. And that's what I don't expect. If you were, if I disagree with you, but you're consistent, that's, that's definitely, I'm going to respect you a lot more than if yeah. I agree with you sometimes and other times you're just not consistent in your own beliefs. Um, just cause like, look, I don't like Elon Musk. I don't like any of those rich people really. Um, but if you're going to walk off for him, you should walk off for Bezos and Zuckerberg and, you know, Trump yeah. and all. Well, would they even have a show? Every single guest they have is literally a famous celebrity guest. Well, I think like, as like earlier I said, um, you know, I do think there's a difference, like, um, being, like, an actor or a comedian or, like, just somebody, like, famous, like, you wrote a book or you, you made a movie or whatever, and, you know, like, using, like, child labor or whatever, um, and, you know, not even not all, like, CEOs use child labor, so, I mean, there is even a distinction between them of who's worse, um, but, uh, you know, I do think, you know, basically all rich people, like celebrities in general, the majority, the vast majority are just, they're like entirely out of touch. And they, yeah, most of them have some sort of allegations. Yeah. Most rich people are probably shitty people. And, you know, most of them just in general have done something shitty. Um, And the amount of like stuff that comes out, like I'm, I'm sure a lot of the rich people that we like, like even like actors and stuff. Oh, sorry. Um, even like actors and stuff. Um, like they've probably done something that just hasn't come out yet. And, or maybe they've just been accused of something they didn't do because yeah. they're famous. Like, that could also be the case. You know what I mean? Like, or even like, um, like with like Ferris Bueller, like he, he, he killed somebody. Um, like in a, a car accident that was his fault and like because he's famous nobody remembers that or like Caitlyn Jenner she killed somebody as well in a car crash and nobody ever talks about that and like like just rich people just don't really face consequences and so it's kind of it's weird to see them like getting mad at other rich people and then like being like like Ellen and Bush you know like he's war criminals and she's like very anti-Trump and like pro Obama when they're very similar. And she's like friends with Bush who was like anti-gay rights. It's like, they don't really care. They just care about like optics, you know, it almost seems like some of those rich people are just like, if you're rich, then you're, it's almost like there's like little groups I feel like and like yeah. some groups hate Elon <laughs> and some groups <laughs> like Elon like cuz yeah. Elon Musk he'll go and hang out with like uh, with rich people like Joe Rogan. Yeah. Joe exactly. Rogan likes Elon. Joe Rogan's a wicked leftist. He was a Bernie bro and stuff. He, he Joe Rogan likes everybody. Like he he's I don't know of any people that he's like not Yeah, but friendly there's a lot with. of people there's a lot of people who don't like him. Oh yeah, definitely. And but it's just kind of bizarre. Like, I do feel like you know what I mean. Like, it's almost like these rich people—they're still human beings, and they still live in a world of drama. Just that there's a lot more money involved, and it's almost like a Shakespeare <laughs> play when you think about it. Because it's like you have these <laughs> these groups of like these rich people who just hate each other, yeah. <laughs> like little cliques, man. Like, isn't that bizarre? Yeah, like mean girls, just high school type i mean yeah i think like with that much money like drama is just like accelerated because there's so much like more going on i feel like yeah and think about how entitled a lot of them probably think they are yeah i probably most all of them like maybe a few of them aren't but like the vast majority probably are yeah the vast majority are probably like Oh, you can't talk to me like that. I'm I'm the guy from SNL, don't you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's I, like kind of bizarre. Like I wouldn't even recognize you. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, I heard like um, 
was it? I think it was like Kevin James, like demanded a like a supermarket like clear out for him, and like he's what Paul Blart, you know, like you you get rich and you you think you're all that, but you're you're not, and no. it's like a, a complex. They should. I wonder if there's a name for that. Yeah, oh, it's yes. probably called like rich person <laughs> complex. Like I don't even know. Yeah, what would you call that? Like. Because it's almost like they don't live, they don't live in the real world. Like you really think like you are great because you, I don't know, like you're on SNL or like, like I could see how a guy like Elon probably has an inflated ego, but to be fair, he probably did before he was rich because he probably was always like, oh, I'm like brilliant. I'm way smarter than like everyone else pretty much. So, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like. Yeah, I could see that. I'm not saying that it's right, but I could see that as someone who's probably like brilliant. They probably do have an inflated ego because they probably see other people as dumber than them. But yeah. as someone who just is like funny, <laughs> like if Dave Chappelle walked around and he was like, oh, you know, guys, nah, none of you are as good as me because I'm more I'm funnier. <laughs> people would be like, yeah, man, like that's not like what qualifies you as being like a great person. Yeah, definitely. You know I mean, it's just kind of, it is bizarre, but you know, it's just weird. It's like, y'all, you have these groups. Oh, I'm not going to be on the show. If Elon Musk is there, I don't like him. It's like, what is going on behind the scenes? I would love to know. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I would love to know. Like, do they talk to each other? And they're like, Oh, I'm not, I'm, are you going to go on? If Elon goes on, if you go on, then I'm, then I'll go on. But if you don't, then I won't. It's like, what, what is going on back there, man? <laughs> I just don't get it. I just don't know. Like, and I, I, I get what they mean. Like, Oh, I don't, I don't support Elon Musk. Cause I don't, I don't support his methods of using child labor and like Chinese companies that are kind of that with heavy quotation marks, pay above poverty as we said right yes <laughs> right it all ties back in somehow they they yeah. they pay above you know poverty and that is what helps him run his business but then again then you have the guy oh but we'll have mark zuckerberg on well what like like come on man like or like jeff bezos or somebody and i think it's mainly i one of the reasons i think is because Elon is not really outspoken about politics, or at least he doesn't seem like a liberal. You know what I mean? He seems like a very opposite. I don't know if I would call him like conservative, but almost more like a like a libertarian. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, completely free market. Labor is all fair. Like you know what I mean? So it's like he's against like unions. I'm pretty sure and stuff too. Yeah, definitely. But that doesn't really mean that he's worse than someone who does the same exact thing, but is just a, a liberal. Yeah, I agree. You know, I think, I don't know. Like, I feel like he's probably more honest in the fact that he's like, yeah, I mean, we, we do use workers who don't get paid fairly, but that's just the way it is because that's business. You know what I mean? Whereas I feel like some other people who are rich would be like, oh, yeah, no, we totally don't support that. But then they they just solely run off that, like a company like Nike. You know what I mean? Yeah. Who is outspoken and they're like, we want equality in America. We think that everybody should be treated fairly. And it's like, yeah, but all of your stuff is literally made in China. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, how much do you really want like equality? You know, like, and if, and if you're saying, well, we don't care about them. We just want equality for Americans. That's kind of worse. You know what I mean? That's kind (laughs) of like, that's kind of worse because now you're kind of being like a nationalist, you know, that's kind of like almost like a fascist at that point where you're like, Oh, well, we don't care if your people suffer as long as our people prosper (laughs) from it. Uh, But you know, it's just kind of weird, man. I, I've, I was like, really, guys, you got to make this like a big thing with Elon. You know? Yeah, definitely. 
because I, I like if it was a brand new show and this was their first episode ever, right, in their first season, and they're like, "Oh, we're not having Elon on because we don't we don't support his business," and you would say, "Well, okay, this is the route that they're going. They're clearly like a politically motivated show to some degree." Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, there's but, def- you know, after forty years of being a show, right? Yeah. Are you like they want to just change it now and be like, I don't know, I don't know, man, I don't know if that's a good way to do it. You know, I think at a certain point you have to be a professional. You know, I mean, sometimes you have to work with somebody you hate. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. I don't really have much to add. <laughs> I just thought that was like a funny thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The weird, weird world we live in right now. It keeps getting weirder. Yeah. But yeah, I don't have anything else to talk about. It's 66 minutes. I think that's a, a pretty good runtime, I, I feel. Yeah. We just got to come up with a new name for this podcast. Yeah. And then on Thursday, we'll talk about the movies and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I think it could probably even, like, a name could. I mean, we'll we'll talk about the name separately off the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we don't want to sit on here for half an hour and be like, hmm, should we name it this? Should we name it that? Yeah. yeah. That That'd would be, be funny, though. Yeah, Forces Andrew to listen to that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I guess uh, we'll just end it here then. See you later. Yeah. Yep. Bye. Bye.